I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. How are you doing today, Ryan? Man, I was like pulling teeth for you to be even speaking Ooh. right now. I know. We got all these projects that I want to work on. My, my brain is just like flying around trying to work on them. Yeah, mine's flying around too, but I know how yeah. eager people are for us to get back on a once a week basis. You're right, basis. that's why I had to do this. So we got a fantastic episode today for everyone out there listening, and we're going to be talking about local SEO. This is important stuff if you have any size business uh, to learn about these tactics that you can use today in 2019. Uh, it's the good header for like this article. It's being transcribed, and they're going to say 2019, 2019. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're going to give you some tidbits of things that you can optimize on your, your Google My Business page and some enhancements that they've recently added that you can take advantage of to get more calls, leads, emails, whatever it is you're trying to figure out to do, talk to people, you know, get some money in the door, Whoa. and we're going to tell you how to do it. And then Matt Cutts is going to be here at the end. Yay! They probably even know who Matt Cutts Matt Butts! <laughs> That's what you heard at the beginning. Matt Butts! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, man, whatever happened to Matt Cutts, by the way? Who cares? So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, we're going to cover a lot of new ground here. I don't think we're going to repeat ourselves in other stuff, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think we've ever talked about some of the stuff at all. So. I'll, I'll talk about some experiences, too, and some speculation, and some things we can look forward to this year. So where, where do you want to start? All right, so let's... Do you have a Google My Business? What is Google My Business? All right, so know. let's start with some real basic stuff, right? Um, and we'll get into some of the enhancements and some of like the higher level advanced things that you might have to deal with. Is that how you're going to pronounce advanced in 2019? In 2019, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so we'll just go from the very beginning, right? And that's when you build your Google My Business page. You get it verified, hopefully. Well, let, well let's, take, let's take a step back. Okay. You went so fast already. All right, let's go back. To so it. it's still postcards nowadays. It is. I've never really had success verifying it in the different forms. So what's the deal with people that what's like have a? <laughs> what's the deal? What's the deal? Postcards. Um, I have situations with my clients where, and we're just having a conversation here. I mean, no, we're, we're not. Way we're, off topic. <laughs> like that's not way off topic. It's always going to be about Google My Business. I have a client. They have five offices. I get rolling. I just do the postcard version. I go attention. This is you know for uh, you know our agency forwarded to us. It gets to A, it gets to B, C, and D, and then it never gets to E. And then I wait uh, the, the fifth location. I mean, yeah. And then I give it a week, <clears throat> and then I tell Google, you know, I didn't receive it, and then I send it out again. I never get it. Why? Why does? Why do you think that happens? Because um, what, whatever like virtual office that you send it to. Well, what, I mean, okay, <laughs> a, so virtual offices. And then we can get off the topic there. But um, I think that personally, if you're trying, I think Google is getting a lot more sophisticated about like storefronts and what's going on at that location. So I think right off the bat, I'll, I'll you don't think you, so because I'll, I'll tell I don't you. I agree why. that at all, and I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why you right now first, and I'll have a rebuttal. Okay, so I have a um, a person I'm doing a, pr- a project with, and they have they come they came to me and they go. All right, so we started by doing five locations, right? The five locations I was using as a primary example. And they're, and they're all real offices. So four of them got the postcards, and one of them it took a long time, but we finally got phone verification, which is like a separate thing. And I can't even remember how I did it. Corey did it. So the guy comes t- to us after it's going for a while, and he's getting legit calls, and it's working well. And he goes, this is great. I um, coordinated something with one of the guys that I know out in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, and he has 18 locations, and I want to do the same thing at these 18 locations. And, I, and we're getting like, mm, salvating Ooh. 18, fantastic. And he goes, also, I might even give you like a little cut if you want to get this going. I'm like, this mm. is so sweet. I'm really excited about that. Swing. And it turns out all 18 locations are 18 cell phone storefronts. Yeah. And I go, eh, 
I don't know. I'm going to try it. But was it but, working? I'm going to try it by its, like the primary address. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do like suites ABC, 100, 200. Mm-hmm. And not a single location ever got a postcard. Not not like a suite A, not 200, not from different email accounts, not spread out across weeks. Not one of those 18 ever got a postcard. But that guy did it. I would No, I did it. Well, no, 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 but he did it before you. No, never. Oh, that was just his idea. Yeah. No, it was his idea based off the fact we had success with his original five. Yeah, yeah. So he but goes, he did that with the original five. But the original five, we did that, and it worked. Okay. Because they were, like, not cell phone stores. They yeah. were, like, buildings that could have anything going on. I got you. Okay. So it's my speculation that Google is kind of getting wising up. and Because when you, you do Google Maps and you look at the location, it's a freaking cell phone store. It is. So I'll tell you how <clears throat> there might be a little, some truth to this from, like, an automated algorithm standpoint, right? Yes. Like, the, like Cause it has some to be. software there, that does it. There's no but way. I'll tell you, manually unless it's it. verified, it can't be manually reviewed. It has to be like unless the unless the <clears> listing <throat> has been published and verified, then it's it's viewed. Be, it, you can the public can view it because the public through part of the Google local guides um, program, they review that information. I've reviewed storefronts <clears throat> of businesses on there because they give you points for stuff. Right. I don't even know what you do with the points, but. I was just for each other people doing Jilly's, it. Jilly's uh, um, But so, so unless it's verified, like it's not being reviewed by a human. I know that. Well, it's, so, it's impossible. There's millions, so just like the websites. You it's know? possible, though, that there is an algorithm that's like looking at the storefront, or maybe there's something else that's like looking at patterns. Well, well I mean, it could have already been there. Well, the location could have already been verified as the cell phone store at some point. But there can be multiple businesses in the same but location. That's, but that's my point. So that's my point is like, oh, we, then we did suite 100, suite 200. Mm-hmm. No matter what we did, nothing happened. And then, then second, then we started finagling a way to get phone verification uh, verified to that way. The second we made one edit to it afterwards, it got suspended. So it's just like, man, yeah. they're just cursed. So I would say maybe that particular location has been 18? done before. <laughs> 18 locations a lot. that have um, never participated in this. And by the way, this was going to be like a legal referral thing, of course. Yeah. So that's very interesting. I know one tip, though, uh, if you're having a problem getting it verified through the mail, and this happens from time to time, like mm-hmm. you're describing right now. So you can, if you do it twice, you submit to have it sent twice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can contact the help center from Google and then tell them I've had it since twice I still haven't gotten how it do, how does one get their hands on that phone number because it's not like um, they super call you back uh, you so you have to go through the whole like chat oh so you go through whatever, the process you go through and the you process. give them an email you give them a phone number and they call you okay and then you answer uh, but they will verify it for you if you've done it twice through the mail and, it, and you still haven't received it because like I have those issues um, you know sometimes you work at a company that has a call center and then they have multiple locations, right? And at no point in time do like the phone numbers ever go to the locations, right? They they always go to like the call center because like the locations they, they don't want to like have the people that are working there like work a call center, right? They're not like doing sales and stuff like that. Um, you know, like they're the main purpose of it is for them to like do the work and stuff at yeah. the location. So, you know, it's like you don't have a phone number ever to like call and be like, Hey, can you check your mail? and get this phone, like get this thing for me and like bring it back, right? 
Um, so those like there's workarounds and stuff. It's like it becomes even more difficult if you're doing like claiming citations on like like third party websites. I don't even you know? want to talk about citations. Yeah, that's not what this episode's about. But Ugh. like, and then you have like your if your primary nap number is a tracking number going to a call center and not the location it's it's very very difficult to get stuff claimed because like you have to be able to answer that phone number when like that whatever soft whatever thing website that you're claiming on it calls it and you have to be able to answer it yeah to claim it and you can't because it calls the call center number well i mean yeah there's a different forms of verification it's like i know one i think maybe is for yelp or who gives shit about yelp but it's like we're gonna call you and you're gonna input this four digit pin and it's like, how do you even coordinate that? It's like, when we call uh, input 4172, it's like, how do you even coordinate that with another person? It's like very, very difficult. But uh, we're just talking about verification yeah. in general. So yeah, going, going back to that, that was a project that was like almost pretty much a failure. And the only way we're starting to have a little bit of um, progress with it is that Corey's doing some really odd like mobile. It's only on the mobile. It's only like local guide. And it's only mm-hmm. some sort of verification process that like literally happens on a phone. I and he's got and he's got. Like, I haven't and he's got done three, that yet. Three out of eighteen verified that way. But I do know there's and they're all very finicky. Where you can just have one verified at like a friend's house, and then you can move the address anywhere you want. Mo- moving is surprised. So, what are some of the criteria that you'd feel comfortable like going through all the trouble of doing it? Like for for example, for me, I would only do it on an email account that's been around for a while and also has successfully verified a ton of legit locations already. I don't know. I don't you, know. You don't mind doing it with like something that's brand new. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, new I think something like that comes new, into play a little new bit. New businesses and new email accounts, like, verify business every day. You know? Yeah. Like, it's so it's not like it's. But what's, like, the crazy. likelihood? If they if, if Google's all about algorithms and figuring out behavioral. I think it's extremely out likely that that happens every single day um, from a new email. Just because, like, like how many are unclaimed business listings are out there in Google? Tons. Yeah. yeah. Tons so, and tons. We've done projects. Like how many of those yeah. get, get claimed a day? Uh, planning. Probably millions, right? Yeah. So, you know, the, that's millions. just by the natural process of it happening. So uh, I suppose this is supposed to be like exactly like a, a, ho- way off a, a horror here. story thing. But one thing to kind of look out for, and this happened recently to our, our, our friend ben, Bill in Orlando, is talking about the manual verification process and proof that there is one. So um, Bill has, obviously, his main location in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And then he has virtual offices that have 100% are like legit. They're not one of the Opus's, Regis's, or Da Vinci's. They're not BS. They have conference rooms. They're all r- real locations. Meet clients there. Yeah, meet clients there, no problem. Arrangements for their, to be paying them monthly. Everything's legit, okay? And he had someone like call the main office and was, oh no, he didn't call the main office. He called one of those locations, forwards to the main office mm-hmm. and goes, um, like starts asking about verification. Like, is this like Lakeland? And they go, no, this is like, or, or you know, this is Orlando location. I go, you know, can you have people this is a legit office at Lakeland, yeah. and the receptionist was just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So you know what he did? This guy with manual from Google took all the listings that were in Orlando and then merged them all into the Orlando location. And then not only did that happen, but one of the merged ones took over for their main one. Ooh. So what happened was the main listing for the Orlando one has like, you know, 200 plus reviews. Yeah. Amazing, been aged forever. No, have any. And the one that replaced that was like a Lakeland one with three reviews. And... We went like berserk, and we were on the phone with Google like every day to so like have them fix to it to get them like. Do they fix to, it? Like, oh, still process. Yeah, two still, weeks. It's a long, two it's weeks a later, a lot of lost. 
they just like they like untangle them all together to put them back where they were yeah and make sure that the one in orlando because he was on maps for everything oh, yeah. when he's optimizing all the link building was going to that maps location we'll talk about link building the maps later but when you have a listing that's been around that long with 200 amazing reviews and then yeah the, a lakeland with two reviews that's been around for uh, a tenth of the time takes over you're gonna drop off the maps for everything all right, so let's get back to some tips here because we've gotten like way off. Topic. So, oh, so you can be manually reviewed is the moral of that story. Yeah. So, uh, if you're gonna verify it, I guess the real tip is, and you can't get the postcard, uh, don't give up. You know, do a couple more times, and then you can you can do it over the phone. It's 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 not impossible. Um, all right. So next thing, you made your listing. Now you got to figure out like <laughs> that's all these you know, horror stories. <laughs> You gotta yeah. figure out what to uh, to make your primary category and the additional categories. So I think now you can put a total of like nine. It's categories. up to nine. Yeah, wasn't it up to like three before? Uh, that was a long time ago. I, I think it went up to seven. I actually think it's at nine now. So of course the important question here is: the more sense. categories you have, the more it takes away from the main one. So this is an interesting question because I was asked this the other day, and I did a study of this myself where I, I looked up all of like the the websites that are in the top three for the keywords in like various cities and I like and how many categories they claim and you can um, you know you can do some some magic there and you can see the categories that they have for each listing right and I looked at it and I so I looked at how many they had what the number one was their primary one on average what their second one was on average like all this stuff so I did all, all of this like work oh, cool that's a good study calculated all out but then I read some some case studies where it was like it doesn't take away at all from your primary category to have more categories. And then I added as many as possible and it absolutely didn't. And we just ranked for more more things. Okay. So, um, because for me, I was pretty sincerely, uh, committed to do doing one because I thought it took away from it based off of experience I had, but years ago. Yeah. And I've always kind of I, stuck with it. I think when they went to more categories like that, it does not affect the primary from everything that I've seen. And then my own studies, like my, my own tests. So yeah, the, the example that I have is like, um, you know, you have, a, you have a law firm that does like uh, personal injury and then they kind of do, like they kind of do divorce. As long they as you do have family. a page on your site mm. that covers that subject matter um, and you do that, like if it goes to like a manual review or whatever, you're, you're still fine. Um, you can put as many as you want, right? Okay. So, and not have any penalty at all for like your. your and then at, even add like the generic and ones like, too. What people saying. don't know too is like, Google changes those categories all the time. Like they add categories, they remove categories. In fact, they they removed like I think it was like sixty or, or fifty something categories this last year. That uh, like one of them was like dog walker. If you were a dog walker, there was a category for you. Now there's no such thing. So you don't have like a that's funny because that. there's been an explosion in dog walkers <laughs> it's just it's the main millennial job of, of this oh century. get the hell out of here of the future that's um, not a way to trash our people just because they have rover and and bark walk and walk my dog.com so that's um that's one thing and again this is also like you might even want to test it because um maybe the clicks that you get in from it aren't super useful either like like maybe you do rank for it but maybe that isn't like the thing so like one of the examples i have right is um like you know i'm in the uh, addiction treatment space right now and you know one of the things that works really well uh that people search for and that people look for in paid search is rehab right 
because um, it makes drug rehab. That's a very like common term. You would think I'm someone's going to rehab. So would you be considered as a category for you technically? <clears throat> drug re- rehab referral. When you network start system? looking at rehabs, right? When you start looking at them, the maps, what they predominantly are are physical rehabilitation centers, and not addiction rehabilitation centers. Right. right. So like actual things for like people that have like surgeries on their knees. Are oh, you talking or, about like, that? Elderly. I gotcha. And they're not thing like so it's it's not. Google isn't matching that up with like the user's intent, even though users are looking for those particular keywords for something different, right? But like, it's like one of those things where like Google just didn't get it right in the maps, um, like like category-wise. Um, and maybe it'll change in the future. It's it, it's like really weird how it works. It's like 50-50 some places. Like in Orlando, it's like, you know, elderly rehab for people that, that have had surgeries in their backs or whatever. And then like other cities, it's like just addiction. So it's like all over the place. Um, but I would tell you that as long as you're talking about it and like you actually offer that service, like add the category in and like, like don't worry about it. like definitely have the main thing be like if you could sum up what your business is in like one sentence, you know, like what they do, like what you what you offer, like make that like your main category. Well, I mean, I would definitely suggest it for people 100 percent that aren't on the maps like at all to begin with. And maybe they have more opportunities. But what about someone that's been like crushed on maps forever? Would you still recommend adding category, or should they be like? Would would they should be a little paranoid that would that would take away with the current? I mean, I've I've done that to clients that have been around for a long time, and I saw um, huge improvements in rankings in general. Well, you you heard it here first. If you're if you're ranking well on maps, and then you want to add more categories, blame Paul. If you if you fall off because you pick too many categories, because and then hire me to fix it, and and I'll do it for you. Okay, that's how the the things work, you know. It won't it won't it won't affect it though. Okay, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I'm uh I'm I'm stuck in like 2017 with that one. So okay, so um moving along. Oh um, yeah, and then also another thing we'll talk about talking about maps, which I think is interesting. I definitely do for my clients. Are um, we're just gonna be bouncing around Google My Business, but it's all within Google My Business hours. So I encourage my clients to always say they're open 24 hours. Why is that? <laughs> because I also encourage them to have after-hours call centers. Well, they have that. That's what I mean. But you don't want someone calling and no one answering. Well, like, what would really be the harm anyway? You can do that. Do you set special holiday hours too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're on top of I do of that it. as well, and, and everyone should, should be sure to do that. Also. Yeah, so the holiday hours are 100% a thing, and, and when the holidays come up, we, also, we always reach out to... All our clients, and we ask um, if they're open or closed, and if they have modified hours and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you can always do um, holiday hours, but yeah, you can get pretty um, specific with your hours. Like, uh, you know, you can say you're open from nine to five, and then close from five to seven, and then open again from seven to ten. Obviously, well, restaurants do that all the time. Um, so you can kind of do intermittent kind of scheduling. But uh, the thing about um, maps. And especially on mobile, is when you're closed, it's freaking all in red, and it's like I was just telling this to a client yesterday. It's like boom, don't Looks call. Bad. It's like don't call me. Yeah. So um, that's what happens. So if that, that uh, is actually like, good. I mean, Google tells you not to do it if you're not. I <laughs> know they tell you not to do they, a lot of things. They, that's true. If you did, if you just listen to Google all the time. Uh, no one would rank. Uh, but um, so that's that's really good advice actually um, that you, you can take into consideration. Yeah, and and uh, one one last note about that. Then this is based off a conversation I was yes, uh, having yesterday. I know I always talk about lawyers because well, I work with a freaking lot of lawyers. But I was working with a criminal defense lawyer yesterday, who um, actually does have a lot of potential clientele that would call twenty four hours a day, seventeen days a week, and uh, they uh, weren't really sure if they should get a call after hours call service. So 
we're like, thank goodness you've been running, well, not them, but other clients actually been running AdWords 24 hours, and I'm able to take their, their data and see what impressions Ooh. and clicks they get any hour of the night, night and day, mm-hmm. and day of the week, and I can apply that to other people. Nice. It's pretty cool. So one of the coolest things that they've recently added into Google My Business is the queries and clicks to your listing. So what people are actually searching to get. I did, see, I did notice that. And so how you want to use this, right, is you want to take these terms and you want to compare them to your organic rankings that you have for your site right now, and you want to optimize for them. Um, so if you can like take those terms and add them somewhere on the page that you have that's ranking highest uh, organically right there, like below it, um, and just like add that in there, it's just going to help you uh, jump up in the rankings and like organically, and then that's going to help you get up in the rankings for uh, for local. Yeah. Uh, like if people, I mean, I don't think they put enough weight on this, and they should. Is like how how important or like organic rankings are to actually being in the map pack. Oh, map, maps are everything. Well, maps are a game changer. Yeah, but like you got to have clients. both. Like you, you yeah. can't have one without the other. Well, it's also like the reinforcement too. It's the same reason that, that I still do like AdWords for people are in maps and organic. Yeah. Because it's like you, you've seen you three times so you're going to have It's extraordinarily yeah. difficult to rank for anything that's competitive in a map pack if you don't have organic listings. For yeah, it doesn't percentage. happen too often together. And yeah. I realized I said um, <clears throat> just before we proceed, I, I realized I said something stupid that you can only say... Uh, use AdWords to figure out your hour of the day and day of the week, you, of course you can just look at your analytics oh, of your yeah. website. You and then too. if you want to know like how many people actually visit my website after hours and should I be open later or get a call service or um, yeah, just go on your analytics and be like, holy crap, most of my visitors come from 10 to I'm glad midnight. that you clarified that because I was going to have to like cut it out of the, of the podcast afterwards. Just the AdWords part? Yeah. Why? I was embarrassed by it. No, you weren't. <laughs> I mean, it was actually pretty useful too. You can't use it but too, the, yeah. But the analytics and AdWords are pretty um, much the same, so... All right, so that's a good tip. Uh, so another thing that they've added, and I don't know if you've played around with it, but I'm doing it currently right now, uh, is the messaging app mm-hmm. that they can do. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's things I like about it, and there's things that really are annoying, and they're stupid and suck about Sounds it. Sounds like everything that Google ever really has rolled does. out ever. So there's no API for it, for one. Oh, cool. Yeah, like everything that they first launched. Well, it's surprising how big, huge companies that everyone knows, is j- they're so short-sighted on a lot of things like that. So... In order to enable the messaging function, you have to do it from your phone. So you have to download the Google My Business app on your phone, and you have to tell it the phone number that you want. Paul just held up the phone for, to emphasize that this is what he's doing. Yep, and he showed me the app, and that we're that, gonna do a that picture stupid a comic of this podcast. <laughs> is that guy drawing? He's drawing it right he's now. Drawing it right now. Um, but. Uh, so you have to use your phone to like enable the messaging app. Very, on there. very silly. And then to turn the messaging app off, you have to do it on the desktop. Wow, that's called uh, intuitive. That's yeah. Uh, but what's kind of cool about it though is so it sends it directly into your, your the messaging on your phone, the text messaging. On your Paul is showing this to me. Um, it doesn't. You, it doesn't go through the. Only you could see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it doesn't. So how does it pop up then? So it sends it to your phone messenger. Oh, so you're just like chatting, like that's normal right. Chat. So, um, uh, that's kind of annoying, right? Because like, what if you have like seven locations for like this one business, and there's a bunch of other people? It's like, who do you send that? Well, to? that's a, a. That's why you wanted some sort of API, and then B. Um, that's it. So we found a pretty interesting workaround, right? Um, because like the people that would contact us, they need to talk to like a professional, uh, like right away, that can help them with like their addiction issues, right? So you don't want to just have like an intern. 
uh, getting these on their phone. Not even a doctor intern? No, not even a doctor intern. Doctor? Doctor? Doctor intern? Doctor? Uh, no, but what we figured out, right, is um, you can just uh, use a random phone number and then through the magic of third-party apps like Zap or something like that. And you zap um, it around? Yeah, send that bad boy straight to an email. That makes sense. And you can respond to the text to an email and then send that to like a group email and then whoever gets it from that pool. That's, that's called a workaround, it. all right? It's a heck of a workaround. Um, which Google should have just given you the, uh, the ability to do that to begin with. Yeah, what are their developers doing? They're just like, I don't know, this is about as far as we want to get. Yeah, we're just going to put enough effort into... It's called Messenger. It's not called like Messenger with email to multiple people. Um, So so that's a really cool feature um, that they have. And how does does one go about... So like, um, they they type in their thing, they see it on the maps, they click... At what point are they clicking on the list or going somewhere where they have the option to start messaging? You only see that um, from the SERPs for the business on your phone. That's the only time it's so it's, it's only only, it's mobile. only mobile. Yeah, but everything is going to mobile, so it's all good. Yeah, for the most part, everything's going to mobile. Yeah. Oh, I just I mean, it really just depends on the industry you're talking about, right? Most. Um, I would say like financial related stuff. Most people still look up on their desktop because like you usually have to have like a couple of screens, and to like do stuff like that. Because all your day trading like, is on one of them, and even just think of your own industry that you're an SEO. Like you look up way more SEO stuff on your desktop. Than you do your phone because you usually have like two, three screens or two screens or whatever, and you're doing all well. This work. I mean, because if it, if I plan on doing a lot of it's, reading, I'm going to prefer to do. You it can't on really do SEO work on your phone. <laughs> I can't do any. That's right. So you know, like I constantly like get information from a desktop um, and do all my work on a desktop, and and so that's how I get it. But like, that, that's not the majority of industries, anyway. So, okay. Um, so you know, I think it's like seventy percent of traffic now is. Uh, or is it? It might not be that high. Is it like it's in the 60s? it's. I mean, of course, like you said, it's industry related. I'd say for most of my clients, you know, professional services within a certain area. Oh, it's at, it's, it's about it's about sixty. It's about 60, 70. 60, 70. I've seen. I have one client. I swear, it must be. It's like eighty. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, that's just like, that's so all the way. That's and you know, there's a different set of ranking factors for mobile too. And then twenty percent iPad for desktop. I, um, iPad is actually, um, I've been noticing it's been dip, dipping off a little bit. Yeah, I feel like people or ta- are or, or less or of slash, them. I slash like, tablet. I feel like they're just not as popular as they once were. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. just a little tidbit of information for all you listening. Uh, the tablet uh, traffic I've been seeing for a lot of people has been kind of uh, uh, tapering off a little bit. So well, let's talk about a couple more quick features. We talked a little about posts before we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, so you've been doing some posts, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a little bit. So let's talk about how how you handle posts. So the post is um, has been delegated, and I don't have too much insight on it. <laughs> Besides the fact that I know that there are, um, I don't know if they necessarily come up in search results. I think that's why we started getting interested in it because so they, I think they can. They, they do have the potential to show up in SERPs. They they only show up, I believe, when it's a branded search. So in and then that, and then you have and you, and you have your like whole uh, snippet off to the side. That's the only time. You and can then see. it has the post within it, which do look good. But I will say there are terms that don't have enough local business or something, and people will search it, and the entire there won't be a pack. There'll just be a snippet of your business. Yeah. Um, so there are situations where like just non-branded keywords, like your brand will show up for non-branded keywords in the snippet, and that'll show up there too. I would say. Definitely, like moving forward, and especially since Google Plus doesn't exist anymore, um, and Google wants to have some sort of like social aspect at all times. That's why they're building out. So I think that this. they're like kind of. It's always just good to be on the forefront of whatever the hell Google's mm-hmm. doing. I mean, just let's face it. 
And plus, like, um, especially if you have a WordPress website, there are plugins that integrate the ability to post and like you just click, uh, just one click and then, gonna, then it goes. I might want to fact check this one. What? Um, I don't think there's any plugins. Well, that's, that's what that we're doing. That will post to Google business posts. That's what that it, I've seen. What's it called? Well, I don't know. I don't do it. Yeah. That's why I'm employees. I, I think I'm, you have to either manually do it. Uh, I can think of only two I'm, software I'm almost programs. positive that you can, it's a one click I mean, thing that'll share it. If they did it in the past three months, then maybe It would be true. in the past three months. Yeah, because like, even three months ago, I was looking for like a solution for this. All right, let's do a guest call. Um, Corey. Because like the specifications for stuff in it, it, it's like the image size, it's like very specific or like won't accept it. Yeah, maybe like uh, takes whatever featured image you have and, and re-dimensionizes it. 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 Yeah. All, all I know is I know that the people on my team were, were like making kind of a big deal about how like we have this plugin and once we post something we click this other button and it shares it to their yeah. business really easily well, i would love to i'd love to see it um and use it if it if you have it so the, i'm like showing paul right it. now so you yeah. isn't it beautiful so one of the cool things though is they keep um sort of updating the features of it too so now they have a click to call feature within the post oh yeah um you, know, you can do events for things that you're having so if you're if you're like a business that has event type offers or anything like that it's also uh, a really good thing if you're running like specials um, you know, so you can be like book right now, um, in July or whatever date and get 10% off. Right. So you can use that as like just some sort of incentive for people to like click on the post and, and, and drive business that way. So I think like where we're headed definitely with this conversation is that Google's definitely expanded Google, my business a lot more than it used to be. And, and um, well, you can even build a whole website with Google, my business right now. Like, I mean, with one click. there's a reason that this is happening Yeah. because like Google does typically take put on this effort unless like they're gonna make it visible or, or, you make know, money off of it or or somehow make money off of it or put it in front of people. <clears throat> well, I think it's they've realized that like Google Plus was such a massive failure. God, right? I really just don't like anything about it. Call point. it the Great Wasteland. Um, it's like why would you even bother posting in Google Plus? I tried gaining some circles. It it was just stupid. Um, of course, it was stupid. It's annoying. So. They have to deal with that terrible failure, but they still want a piece of that local, or they want a piece of that social media type of content, right? Um, and so they're pushing more and more types of things within local that can do that. So even now, there's an option where people can ask you questions to like the business owner, and then the business owner can answer, or just anyone actually can answer. Oh, the they question do. They right do now. have like yeah, the Q and A uh, yeah. portion of it too. So we even we yeah. like preemptively do that. We ask and answer questions that people might have um, about like the business beforehand, like when was it started, like they take these types of insurances. Yeah. This is all the stuff that we offer. Like so, um, we do that, and we, we actively answer those people's questions so, um, as well when they when they have them. Um, but that's that's another really really cool feature. If you're not taking advantage of, you should do that. Just give people as much positive information about your business as you possibly can. Yep. And um, and then yeah, and all ties into. I don't. I know it's not like necessarily called your snippet, but you know the whole thing on, on the side. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's not called snippet, but mm-hmm. yeah, it pulls in a lot more information you used to Q and A. It yeah. pulls in the posts, and then it also pulls in reviews from places that you'd never really think that they'd pull in place from before. Like Thumbtack will like show up on there too. Yeah. So Facebook, yeah, and depending weird. on the industry, they, they pull in a lot of information. Yeah, um, but like the reviews in particular, um, you can, I mean, you can have like plugins and stuff on your site too that feed into that review, mm-hmm. um, and it can be even from like the page level. Like you can have star reviews from like the page, a particular page on your website that can like feed into the aggregate for it. 
Interesting. Um, but let's talk about the last thing, and this is actually super important for a lot of reasons, and that's like tracking numbers. Okay. All right. Yep. So um, I've done this recently where I've kept, I've had to put a tracking number over an older nap number that doesn't really work very well anymore. And I didn't have any issues at all um, with this like transition. Um, but what are your thoughts on like dealing with all that? Um, so it's like a tracking number that's going to be different from like the destination. So like, what we had is um, we had a phone number that stopped working and we didn't manage it. Another department managed it and it just kept going out all the time. And we were like, this is not good because like it was, at one time it was, it was a number only on the maps. That's the only place you'd ever find it. It's it's well, it's the Google my business number, but that would so reflect on, on the map the citations, and, but it's from the map. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So it's, it's like a lot of places. It's in all the hundreds of citations as well. Um, and it was on the website at some point, but well, they're very sophisticated with like the number that shows to the audience that comes to the website. So depending on the traffic source you're coming from, you might get a different phone number so they can track all of it. Oh, so like super right. dynamic. Yeah, it's very, very dynamic. But so they have this, this number that stopped working. We're like, well, we can't. It was, it was off for like a month, right? And so that's like hundreds and hundreds of calls. And so Sweet. a lot of lost business. And so we were like, we have to put our own number in there and manage it ourselves. And so you're and then tasked with like, oh, okay, am I going to have to swap out this number on like hundreds of different citations? Yeah. Which eventually I did um, anyways, just to make sure everything matched. But Google makes it really, really easy for you to like add an additional tracking number and keep your, your traditional number that you had associated with the NAP, your name, address, and phone number with the listing. Um, so you just have to kind of like switch the order of them or something in there. Uh, I forgot what like the directions were to, to do it, but like I did it and I didn't have any problems at all. Okay. And then I, I know I mentioned this like er earlier, but I, I, um, when I was a lot more noobish, and I was like in tracking numbers and I'm like, oh, I want to get like 800 numbers and other 88, whatever, um, instead of local numbers because they're cheaper. Am I going to be at a disadvantage, like listing an 800 number instead of like a local area code number uh, on the maps? Is like, am I really going to be a detriment of my like likelihood being on maps? And uh, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I've seen it. Because make a difference. I mean, the epitome of local is the, is the area code. I, I've seen it make a difference and I've seen it not make a difference. Yeah. So, um, I would. The sh shorter answer is I surely don't know. What, I would what the say is. that you definitely should do it. It sounds it, it sounds more intuitive to use a local number with the local area code because this is freaking Google Local we're talking about. Yeah. And not like a generic to toll free. But then again, I also think that there's um, other ranking factors I that have way more weight. I think it's lost its importance as a ranking factor over time. I think that. I, honestly, I think they don't care as much as they used to. Um, but do you think probably people care though? If a person sees eight hundred versus, you know, four hundred seven, I've never cared when I call a local business. I personally at don't all. give a crap I don't either. really think anything about it. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I'm not dialing that number out anyways. I'm just pushing a button to call it yeah. on their Google My Business listing. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I really. I'd have to actually look more into the studies about that. But I actually think it probably doesn't matter as much anymore. So Great. I guess. Takeaway from that to our listeners is if you have the option to get one and it's cheap, use a local number and be safe. But if you can't, uh, I wouldn't lose sleep over it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, really, last last thing, I think that being able to get an ad within Maps is a really sweet ad. 
I've never done that. And that has to do with uh, add extensions to location. That's how that works. So that's a whole separate conversation. We can save that for another podcast. We'll save it for the talk, podcast we we're going to do right after this one. Paid search stuff on a podcast. Because yeah, we don't really talk that. about paid search. And you're, I, you're the paid search expert here. So Me? Yeah. Crap. I was just logged in for the first time in about three weeks. So I guess I'm not exactly an expert. I, was, <laughs> I logged into Google AdWords today. I'm like, you. Uh, I'm like <laughs> where's the tool so I can revert back to the old dashboard? I'm like... You can't anymore. I'm gonna have to get used to this one forever. It's like Search Console. I always go back to the, like the old version. But you can but still go got, back to the old version of that one. They got rid of the reports in it though. So oh, did they? So it's like kind of worthless. Yeah. Oh, I can't think stay the stay the same forever. I hate change. I fear it. Anyways, so all right. Well, well we're gonna do other stuff now. I, but I'm glad that we did this because <laughs> we weren't gonna do it, and we had to. I, I feel like it was a useful episode. I hope that our listeners found I think, some I think some we have to also listening. realize, and I guess we can give ourselves just a little bit of credit, that once we get rolling onto a topic, we can talk about it for, for a while. Probably more than they want to listen. They are, no one's even listening anymore. I know. We just got to take this show on the road and do live episodes, man. Cool. Let's do it. Let's stop. Coming to a town near you, no, Paul and a, Ryan. A triple D by you. Sicking two birds, one stone. Uh, anyways, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. I hope you got some uh, some good would, tips out would, of this podcast. Would this be number twenty? This is the big two o. Two o. And uh, we appreciate all, all you guys listening. Uh, thank you so much. Hopefully, you're learning stuff. And for real, like, start reaching out to us about crap. Yeah, we love that. We love that stuff. We've, we've heard a couple people reach. We out got to our first already. fan mail. That was the, yeah. We have we have fan. Thanks, man. If you're listening, <laughs> as handwritten note. So. Anyways, but uh, okay, thanks again for listening. So I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Take care. Bye.